0: What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. Uh, So, of course, I'm not going to actually talk about movies, but as you well know, with my website and these discussions, I don't always talk about just movies. Today, I'm going to talk about the latest string of DC Comics cancellations. Um, I'm not sure about you guys, but I had been kind of disenchanted with DC Comics when they started the New 52 I really wasn't a fan of that new direction, the drastic changes to so many of the characters, and the random pick and choose elements of which parts of the pre-Flashpoint continuity they decided to use. I thought that was weird and didn't make it as user-friendly to new readers as they wanted, which to me was kind of the entire point of the new 52: make it accessible for new readers. All these millions and millions of new readers who were not reading comic books that was the whole purpose of it instead they were like well uh, we've got these Batman, or we've got all these robin who hung out with batman and they did like a year apprenticeship and oh yeah blackest night happened but not happened because no one really remembers when that occurred in this new 52 timeline it was confusing there were major changes to characters like superman that almost made them unrecognizable And DC, I guess, listened to enough fans and realized this was not working as well as they wanted it to. So then they decided back in May to reveal the DC Rebirth. And basically that was initiative to get DC back to its core elements, make the characters the characters you know, love and remember, and just tell good stories with great writers artist, and when DC Rebirth started that was when I started reviewing DC Comics uh, I'm recording this now on a Tuesday when a new slew of DC releases have dropped and as somebody who had pretty much limited his DC reading during the New 52 era to Batman and Justice League and Grayson and Birds of Prey for a while this was everything that I wanted out of DC Comics I mean I'm not gonna lie and say oh everything that they did pre-Flashpoint was great uh, Justice League cry for justice was one of the worst stories that they've ever done and they they had done enough stuff that reshaping the deck wasn't a bad thing it was just the way they executed it in the new 52 that kind of left me like eh, this wasn't quite right guys so anyway Uh, May 25th, they cranked out The Rebirth. So many good books, like literally so many. I really enjoyed going through and and reviewing all these titles, some of which I hadn't read in years, like Green Arrow, Aquaman, um, I guess Suicide Squad to an extent, because for a while, Suicide Squad was actually one of the better team books. Detective Comics, which surprisingly was another great team book. And it was funny because the only book that was kind of lackluster was Justice League. And even then, that eventually got up to speed and became, you know, what you would expect out of a Justice League title. Anyway, one of my favorite books was Aquaman. And this this approach that Dan Abnett took with the book was to kind of do this Atlantic version of Game of Thrones. And he brought back the whole Magic of the Mirror, Aquaman romance. And mixed it in with all this political undersea drama. And it was such a good read, right? Green Arrow was another book that I loved all the way through. Uh, that was a book that is kind of one of the early cancellations of the Rebirth era. And it was just like, why are you ending Green Arrow? This is one of your best titles. And, you know, we fast forward four years. DC is... You know like in a state of chaos let's say to be to be fair they've uh, had a bunch of layoffs as a result of this Warner you know buyout Um, with AT&T merger it's been a mess they've had to let go of a lot of people people whose editorial contributions and other behind-the-scenes stuff that I have no idea about are gone that sucks i've been laid off twice so i know that feeling is not pleasant and it just comes with that uncertainty of what happens next what am i going to do i've been doing this for so many years where am i going to go so hopefully all of those people will find new work um i assume marvel's still in the hiring business or maybe uh companies like valiant image um I think Image is really good for creators who want to explore and just kind of do whatever the heck they want to do, because Image, of all the companies, really seems to have a good idea of just letting creators do their thing and tap whatever creativity, the itch they need, and the the results are really strong and fun books that are unlike anything you see out of Marvel and DC. So for this episode, like I mentioned, I'm going to talk about a lot of these books that DC... Has canceled Um, you know these books were announced for their final issues in their November slot so this is likely before this whole massive layoff hit so you gotta assume that they're gonna drop a few more titles which is kind of scary if you looked at the November solicitations they're I don't want to say really focused on Batman, but there's a lot of Batman books. There's a lot of Dark Knights, Death Metal, tie-ins, and if you're not a fan of that, and I you know I read on different forums that not everybody loves it, there's not a whole lot of offerings for DC readers. So it's just kind of this thing of, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe this DC fandom will shed some light on what kind of comics they're going to put out in the next few months to year um but it's a really uncertain time for dc fans and probably shakier than the dc reb or new 52 era uh it just i don't know what they're gonna do but anyway let me break down some of these titles that are being canceled and my thoughts on the books since i've kind of read through most of them um in october there dc announced that batgirl Batman and Outsiders and Justice League Odyssey were being canceled of those three um I'm really gonna miss Justice League Odyssey if you read my reviews I think Dan has done a really great job of making that title the DC equivalent of Guardians of the Galaxy and maybe not exactly to that same you know point by point character by character kind of dynamic but it's just a ragtag collection of heroes even some villains like blackfire and dexter teaming up with orion greenlander jessica cruz i mean it's just this random mix of characters that you just never assume would work together in a title but Abnett has he pulled it off and it was a really fun read the this team has been on the outskirts past the source wall basically since the start of it when Joshua Williamson was writing it and you know it originally featured Cyborg, Azrael, Starfire, and Jessica Cruz teaming up with Darkseid and it was it was kind of a that had a weird dynamic I I was reading it more because I liked the characters more than I thought the book was really strong but over time it's really become great after Dan Abnett took over writing duties and it has been so much fun it has been so much fun like I I just did not expect to like that book as much as I have and it's been one of those deals where it's just a fun ride you have no idea what's going to happen the team is kind of refocused to go after Darkseid Cyborg Azrael and Starfire had been corrupted by Darkseid and it's up to Cruz and this random group of characters to take him down and it's like how do you guys stop dark side and anyway this book is going to end in october and i guess on the bright side cyborg gets to come back to the main dc universe proper as opposed to just staying on the outskirts and i really like jessica cruz i i really enjoyed that book you know when they had her and simon bass team up green lanterns i thought it was so incredibly refreshing that dc had a book just starring two minority characters, we had a Latinx and a Middle Eastern character, and you know it wasn't like the writers ignored their heritage; they celebrated it. But it wasn't like their defining traits. Like it wasn't, oh, you know, this is our Latinx Green Lantern. This is our Middle Eastern Green Lantern. They were characters that was part of who they were, yes, but it wasn't the only thing they were. And I really enjoyed that title. And I was disappointed when that one got canceled along with Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Because I thought those two Green Lantern books brought something different. And they've got, you know, shelved. So uh, Grant Morrison could do his Green Lantern book, which is okay. But I feel like we've lost more than what we've gained. So, anyhow, I really hope that they have plans for Jessica Cruz. Because, you know, at this point, she's on two canceled books. And. I think the character is good enough to stay relevant in the universe. I mean, they don't do anything with Simon Baz at this point. And it was a big deal when he joined the Green Lantern Corps. Now he's just kind of one of those minority characters they introduce with all the best intentions and really want to do something with and then just get pushed to the side. And, you know, back for characters like Hal Jordan, who I love, but it's just kind of like, ugh. Come on, guys. Let's let's do something. And I thought a team book for Jessica Cruz was ideal because you've already got how, as a solo Green Lantern, you got John Stewart on the Justice League. Putting Cruz on Justice League Odyssey in space puts her in a team. Kind of keeps her away so she's not just one of several Green Lanterns and she can be unique. But anyway, those characters are good. I doubt they will that you know this book will be the last we see of them but that's probably the biggest of the October books that I was really disappointed was canceled I was shocked that Batgirl got canceled just because Batgirl is one of those characters that you know it's just like hey she's part of the Batman family and I don't know it just seems like Batgirl was a relevant character I've always thought they've done a good job with Oracle and you know, maybe maybe bringing her back to Batgirl wasn't the best idea in hindsight, but I don't know. Barbara Gordon's a good character, and, and she's one of those where maybe she could form another team. Maybe not necessarily Birds of Prey, but there's so many Bat Family characters running around that maybe that's something they do. Batman and the Outsiders getting canceled wasn't a huge shock because it seemed like that story was just focused on the Outsiders dealing with Ra's al Ghul, and um and I really felt like a Batman book. Black Lightning, Signal, Katana and Orphan were on that book, but it really felt like it was just another Batman book and I don't know. I get bored with Batman as a character being everywhere. It's like, Come on, dude, you're one guy and I don't I think D C uses him as a crutch for too many titles and you know he's he's not quite at the deadpool harley quinn level for me but i'm kind of a less is more batman at this point so now we're on to the the latest books that get canceled or that are on the cancellation block uh suicide squad constantine hellblazer young justice teen titans and hawkman Uh let me see i'm trying to figure out what's the best order to break these down and i read hellblazer Constantine titles have just not fared well in the Rebirth era of DC. I started off with the Rebirth Constantine, kind of lost interest, and then it got canceled shortly after. So I was like, eh, okay. I never, (laughs) I just don't trust him. Or you know, it's not like, oh, I don't like this this creative team. I just DC's not been able to keep a Constantine book in rotation for whatever reason. He's a good character, but it just doesn't work. And after so many cancellations, I just don't trust that it'll stay around. Much like a new show on NBC. It's just, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to give you guys two years to let it play out. And it just never works. Suicide Squad was a really interesting cancellation, though, because that book has been really fun. Tom Taylor, Bruno Redondo have made an awesome book. They've totally changed up the whole Suicide Squad dynamic. The only character that's familiar on the team at this point is Harley Quinn. They're supposedly killing off Deadshot, which I hope is not the case now. Um, but it's just a bunch of new characters living out the Suicide Squad theme of anybody can get killed any issue, and with characters that don't have the protection of being around in DC for 30 years, it leads so it's led to so. M- It's fresher storytelling, right? Because it's, hey, these characters actually can get killed. They're not protected. And and Taylor's done that. Some characters who you assume are going to be around for a decent amount of time get killed. People with cooler powers get taken out. And I'm kind of disappointed that DC didn't let this book go. Again, it's another one with majority minority characters. And I don't know. I just think that they could do more and give these books a longer time to find an audience. And Suicide Squad really was a good book. It was not one of these slow developing deals. I was, I was really surprised it was canceled. The only thing with Suicide Squad was this randomness of making Ted Cord, a.k.a. Blue Beetle, the one that we know and love from Justice League International days, they were kind of making him a bad guy. So I really hope that this is just some ridiculous fake me out storyline because I'd hate to see um, Ted get brought back in this new 52 rebirth era only to get turned into Maxwell Lord and then getting dropped you know then that whole character shift getting dropped because the book is canceled that's lame I hope that's not the case next up Teen Titans Teen Titans is a book that's really interesting to me in the sense that the writers have constantly fought against reader expectations with it it's been so weird because you know basically from the start it's Robin is taking this more aggressive approach to fighting supervillains and that's kind of led to this darker take on Damian Wayne which isn't shown in any other book which makes it really weird that robins acting like this little psycho who's mind controlling villains who's putting them in a prison underneath the titan's base unbeknownst to anybody else on the team it's it was so crazy and just when it seemed like okay the writers realized maybe we're going a little bit too far with with damien They go right back into that direction again. And I think that Titans, which I assume were poor sales, were really due to the fact that they just kept pulling against what the audience, what the readers wanted. Which was just a group of teen DC heroes teaming up, working together, fighting against bad guys. And we've seen that work with the new generations of Titans. Geoff Johns did it with Superboy tim drake impulse or kid flash wonder girl and being mentored by cyborg starfire and changeling and raven i guess sort of but i mean it was that book captured so much of the flavor and the the love of the mar wolfman george perez era titans and and not to say that every teen titans book afterwards has to follow that blueprint but i feel like that was the one that worked and to focused so much time and energy on hey Damien's acting like a bad guy just wasn't the right way to go and this cancellation wasn't shocking because I just feel like the book had been running in place for so long and just kind of running counter to what people wanted to read in that book so I think maybe this is one that they'll revisit later with a new creative team and just try to start over again Uh, DC Universe has or at least HBO Max has a Titans show so I think that in some capacity we're going to get a Titans book again DC had previously cancelled the Titans book featuring the older Titans Nightwing, Donna Troy Arsenal uh, Wally West um, and Bumblebee and Mal and you know and I felt that that book got cancelled too soon and I didn't really appreciate that book getting canceled because i love all those characters and it's just like no stop doing that anyhow that's canceled so we have no titans representation even though there is a titan show which to me of course runs contrary to the whole purpose of having tv shows movie properties if you don't have a book for people who are curious to then be able to go to a comic book store go to a bookstore and pick up titans It's like, hey, I love this show, I love this movie. Let me go read more about them. If you don't have a book for them to read, where are they gonna read? Uh next up, Young Justice. Young Justice was um one of the first books of the Wonder comics imprint from Brian Michael Bennis. Kind of a more focused branch. And it featured Superboy, um Connor Kent, Tim Drake, Impulse, Wonder Girl, and four other characters, uh Jenny Hex, Teen Lantern, and amethyst and then naomi uh, who had her solo book in the wonder comics imprint and then moved over there eventually bendis included uh, the wonder twins dial age for hero sideways basically every teen hero and that was young justice the only problem was ryan michael Mendes. just i could i could do it i will probably do a whole other podcast talking about how i think Bendis has not been the best asset for DC since he's come on board those characters in Young Justice are great the way he's portrayed them has been really really terrible Uh, the team took a mission or you know doing this time hopping planet hopping expedition in the future in Earth 3 they encountered a villainous version of their exact same team which was just stupid and one of their opponents was the Tim Drake analogy Uh, Drake. Impulse decided that was an awesome name and that from this point on Tim should go by that and so then just going against all logic to be like Batman changing his name to Wayne Uh, Tim decided he's going to call himself Drake and give himself a new costume. I assume the point was to differentiate Tim from Damien so there weren't two Robins running around but detective comics had already solved that problem by just calling him red robin and and it's just bendis writes in a sitcom style manner and where a lot of nothing happens i'm not shocked at all that young justice got canceled because as a book that featured characters that a lot of readers loved especially those who kind of really fell in love with dc in the 90s and I just feel like he never got those characters. Like he never understood them. Didn't care to understand them. And just wrote how he wanted to. And I think that this is the first of probably other Bendis written books that we're going to see canceled. Because he just doesn't get the characters that he's writing about. And that's a real problem. So not shocked. I wish that DC had just brought another writer on who could fix what he'd done instead of just outright canceling it but bad sales at this era of coronavirus are killers literally for books and it just doesn't help at this point uh last is hawkman i've loved hawkman since they brought it back for like the 80th time robert venditti has done an excellent job with this He, he found like a great angle that works for hawkman and It has been a stellar book for DC and I'm really mad that this is on the cancellation list. Hawkman, like Constantine, is a character that just never seems to hold a book. But I really, really, of all these titles I want you guys to just go and track down the trades of Hawkman because it's been such an excellent read. I don't want to even spoil anything. Read it, check it out. It's worth it and maybe DC will bring it back again. Alright that's it for this one i'm going to talk about some other stuff later but i just wanted to kind of share my thoughts on these right now and uh check out my dc reviews for this week i'm talking about batman with the joke with the very excellent joker war storyline wonder woman annual four is out that's really good jack herbert's art is awesome check it out steve orlando wrote the story and a bunch of other reads so check them out thank you for listening this episode of lyle's movie files has been filed